1: Hello and welcome to designfootball.com podcast number 21, I think it's number 21. Uh, this, is, this is a review of 2016 and to review all the design football type things that have gone on in 2016, I'm joined by True Colours author and the man behind the True Colours Football Kits website, John Devlin. Hi John, how are you? Hello Jay, I'm good thanks, and yourself? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, I'm alright, um stressed out about christmas uh as we record this christmas is fast approaching in terms of hours and and minutes and seconds so uh, am i on
2: double time am i on double double pay for this
1: today no no it's uh we're, well to to just break the mystique completely it's uh christmas eve and christmas eve is a normal working day um oh, we um, didn't okay. set up a saturday rate right for you it is a saturday I, but like, no, okay no, it's just a normal um yeah. I'll bear that in mind. Yeah, so just remember for next year, maybe we can renegotiate if you, if you want okay. more. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so 2016. Uh, I, 2016 has, has clearly been awful in, in many, many different ways. Uh, but in terms of design of football kits mainly, what are your thoughts on that? Do you know, I think it's been pretty
2: good. I, I look back, I think the last season, I thought it was one of the weakest we've had for a while, but if you review the kind of the Euros and even going down through the kind of uh, the English leagues at the moment, I think there's some really good stuff there. I think Adidas are have, have kind of I feel like they've, they've raised their game a bit. They've, they've changed things around a little bit. That's really fresh. And even going down to the lower leagues. The quality of some of the designs is, is brilliant. There's a few duff ones there as well, of course. But on the whole, I think the standard is, is generally good. I think, I think the, the, the industry is still in a bit of a crisis in terms of where does it go next. But at the moment, the, the designs themselves are strong. That, that's my
1: view. And do, do you, what, how do you feel about it? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 think, we're, um, I think it's like a tra- transitional period. Because mm. it seems like there's loads of different things going on. So some some brands are still trying to do the the Umbro thing, the tailor by mm. Umbro thing, and keeping it very very simple. Um, but then others are are bringing back the more garish stuff, and and obviously Nike are doing their own thing. I suppose the big thing in this year has been Nike Vapor. Now, mm. I, as I sort of spit that it that that may be. Tells you what I think of that, but that's had its its plus and minus points as well. So, so we, I think, when we, one of the first podcasts we did, um, we talked about it and sort of yeah. did a preview when it the stuff was first being released. Now we're like a year on. What are your thoughts on it now? Do you, is it is it grown on you or? Do you
2: know what I'm still in as much of a quandary about it as I was back then. I think um, I've dug dug deep a little bit in finding out what the kind of thinking is behind it especially with the the mismatched socks Mm. and um and, and understanding a little bit where nike is coming from in terms of their their general direction it fits in perfectly with where they're going they're looking at very very simple kits and they're they're holding up i think it was the um the psg kit very plain the was it a special one they did last year i can't quite remember but that's the one they're using as their kind of um direction if you know what I mean so everything's becoming a bit more simpler from Nike but the yeah I think where where Nike kind of went wrong a little bit was not explaining more about the design and, and what they were trying to achieve with having the um the mismatched mismatched socks even uh, this idea of the flicker effect so that the, the team is all clad in one color the socks are a bright different color and it's supposed to aid visibility on the pitch so there was some method in the madness, but if that isn't explained and isn't kind of communicated, people just think it's a, a quirky design, design decision, don't they?
1: yeah uh, i wonder I wonder I, I take the point that that it, it, was, it wasn't communicated well enough, but that's, a, that's an issue with all the gumph that they send out when they release these new kits and it it is just that you just look at it and go i'm not reading that yeah i want to know what the kit is so okay i'm looking at the kit and it's france you've put in blue shirt blue shorts and red socks they've worn that before but that's not their standard colors they either wear all blue Mm. or they went wear the french flag colors so although that can be their argument that well, actually, there was think, there was thought behind this. People's reaction is going to be, no, don't, don't dress our football team like that. We well, want, yeah, it's, sorry, it, go on.
2: It's like the boy who cried wolf, though, isn't it? You know, they've all, there's all these reasons why these conceptual kits have come about, and people are mm. now turning off that idea. And when there is actually a, a proper technical philosophy behind it, in as much as this will help players in a in a high speed, high fast power game pick out their their um. Their teammates, that that whole philosophy is now lost because people are ignoring um, ignoring the bump that goes with it.
1: Mm. Yeah, this is the this is the thing where they can laugh and they can sit back and relax. <laughs> right. Is that at the, at the Euros, which was the first time the vapor kits were really worn? Yeah. in a tournament of any significance, the the finals between Portugal and France, both of them wearing. So so colours in terms of what they usually wear, yeah. But the they that's the pinnacle of it, isn't it? And, and Nike's record in tournaments is not fantastic. So they got okay. they got two teams to the final. If it is this whole technical thing, they got two teams to the final, and obviously one of them won it. So are, are they right, and is everyone else wrong? I don't know.
2: But the other question is, will every kit they ever make from now on follow that same trend? Mm-hmm. Of course it won't. Next yeah. season there'll be something else. And that will be forgotten and that's that's what becomes hard to swallow where people don't take that seriously because they think well if that's the case then every kit from now on should follow that new that new development if you know what i mean
1: yeah this is the the science thing as well isn't it that that i don't know i don't know anything about science so i shouldn't have brought this up as an example but (laughs) as you go through history things are established as facts and then they're completely undermined by some more scientists coming along and go, Well that was wrong. This yeah. is now what we think. And it's like you you can you can hold these scientists of the past up as, as investigative and what they found despite being wrong yeah. led us to the truth, but the truth is always temporary. And that would be the Nike defence that Oh, we thought the best way of doing it was to have the shirt and shorts of the same colour, but it turns out we did some more tests on the human eye and how fast they can, it could digest information and yeah. actually the normal colours that the club has been wearing for 10 seasons prior <laughs> to is actually the best way so we've decided to go back to that you might no
2: might be right i mean it's like umbro with their um the england shirts that were kind of twisted in the seams do you remember those the was it the wake it we we went to the launch for yeah they um the idea was it was the player in action and the the whole cut Mm. of the 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 shirt was designed to match that action pose as it were
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah That that was the thing with the, that England away kit. We've talked about this before, so we sh- shouldn't talk a, for too long about it. But the idea was it was it was doing away with the base layer as well. The players could wear just the long sleeve version of that shirt. Was like wearing yeah. a base layer and an outer outer layer. But that is something that this Nike Vapor thing has has revisited, and they've they've said that. But the players undermine it by wearing base layers. For yes. example, England at the Euros were wearing looked like green base layers. That was the closest colour they could find yeah, to the it sky blue sleeves with green base layers. It didn't really? work. It didn't I,
2: I don't know, I think I think with the vapor kits, I mean I was really when I was really when I heard this theory I thought, right, if that had been really properly communicated, that might have had a bit more you know, might have had a bit more room. So I think they obviously made the decision not to go so far with that. But mm. you know, some of them I think there is a real modern look about them, I'm sure. The fact that they they literally all follow the same template, again, yeah, there's there's an argument to say there's not enough individuality there, of course, but then Kappa have done that, followed that kind of idea for years, and their stuff always looks great. So I don't know, it's it's still one that I uh, still has more questions than answers for me.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I particularly like the um, and they are super tight at the minute, but the the. Uh, Napoli kits are great this season. So they're like really basically painted on, but they somehow they make it look fantastic. Um,
2: Right, okay. But not not for the
1: fans, really. Mm. Yeah. It's definitely been 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 one of the
2: uh, the kind of big talking points in the kit world. have been Nike's approach, and and of course mm. with you know the new club, uh, they've got Chelsea coming. Who else is it? Spurs as well? Is that right? Is that the other one they have?
1: Yeah, I think Spurs and Chelsea. Yeah.
2: So there's a little bit of a resurgence in the uh, in the in the English leagues, but I know mm. from what I hear that they're still focusing very much on international and in Europe as
1: well. Yeah. Yeah, the vapor thing. Hmm. I, I like that they did something different, but to do away with collars completely. I, some people don't like collars anyway, but to, to say no club is going to have a collar anymore, I don't know how long that's been going on for, but that, that seems like it's come along with the vapour thing, that it could we, we're not going to give a neck, different neck design to different teams. That's a an yeah. odd thing to say. I mean, speak, when you spoke earlier
2: as well on saying about how it's a little bit of a free-for-all, a bit of a potpourri, if you will, in terms of design, which is true, and it has been for a few years now, but you, I think the last major trend was that kind of neck, if you look back at the early 2000s. I think, we, you know, I always refer to them as, like, a, the minimalist look, where there's, mm. there's no excessive fabric at all. So yeah. it's, it's kind of come back from that a little bit. And if you're looking at all this idea of keeping weight of clothing down and apparel, you know, how that works, then not having a collar kind of does make sense, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. But where that fits into the visibility on the pitch thing i don't know i i i don't well they they won the euros nike won yeah. the euros so maybe they're right they oh, they can't be right that can't you that would that's just kills football if well, you say to a team you have to wear colors based on that that's just the money taking over isn't it if you if you're saying to a club you can't wear those colors anymore because simply you will not achieve a success on the pitch because our eyes, human eyes, will not. That's no, no. That's no. No, it can't. But you know, I guess Chelsea do it, don't they? They obviously
2: wear all blue and white socks and have done for some years. Yeah. But Again, they that's didn't. The... They didn't win anything until they got a, you know, a stack of money. come coming their way. Yeah.
1: It's. Yeah. Mm. There have been cases where. With these vapor kits that that clubs have done differently, and, and one of the big kits of the year, and I'm you are seeing sort of polls and and these little articles about what are the kits of, of 2016 and, yeah. and the, the Barcelona kit is seems to be popping up all over the place. Everyone's going on about that Barcelona kit, which is uh, a, like redoing the it would have been the 1991 92 kit, I think. Okay. Um, I don't know if they had it for several seasons before that but yeah there's the current Nike Barcelona kit so this this season yeah. now that's not old news because we've had all the leaks for next seasons as well but the one that they've been wearing this season is a vapour kit and it's made to look like the and Adidas is suing them as well because they've got it looks like three stripes on yeah. the front or something. Do you skip I, I don't... I think that's
2: nonsense. That really is. I was yeah. really disappointed to hear that. But, again, it's another... It's not a mismatched one, is it? They've not gone for the, the flicker effect socks on that?
1: No, no. Um, what they did, they missed a trick in the whole stretch thing. On... You know on the sides, it's got that stretch panel? Yeah. And if you if you stretch... And that's really good on the, on the actual... Uh, what are they called the? I forget which is which. Which is the fan version? Of which is the stadium? They've got a special name for each. Oh. stadium I think is the player one. Yes, oh, I think I that's know. it. I think that's it. oh I can't remember. Anyway, uh, no authentic. Is it authentic? Is the player one and stadium is the fans one? I don't know. Anyway, the the players one's got the, both have this stretch thing. Hmm. The the replica one's rubbish. Player one's really good, yeah. so it it you barely see these stripes that are in between. There's stripes in between. If you stretch the fabric, there's seven of them, and you see another colour showing. And if you look at match pictures, like high definition, uh, definition match pictures, hmm. and there's someone going is going into tackle, or they're they're uh, they're moving their body in a way that that means that the shirt is getting stretched. You do see this appearing, and it looks really good. But they missed a tri- trip with Barcelona because what they should have done is had that stripe down the side as yellow, it definitely, and only had f- yeah, and they, I think they've got it in red. Yeah, and if you stretch it, it's you see the blue stripes. If they'd done it in yellow, and then you stretch it, and you see the red stripes, yeah, then it yeah. would have been like the Catalan flag. That would have been fantastic. But but that's they didn't br- do that?
2: That is a brilliant idea. Why didn't that happen? That would that would have been the obvious. Um, even looking at the pictures of it now, I'm thinking. Well, they've got the yellow down the side, surely. That's the the, the colour scheme they've got to go for.
1: The um, the last season's shirt had the yellow stripe down the side, though you know that they had hoops the season before? Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Instead of that, that had the yellow stripe down the side, so I suppose it's a make it as different from that as possible. Again, we're
2: we're back to my favourite ever kit phrase, it's tail wagging the dog again, isn't it? It's Mm. like we've got to change it because we have to, but actually, Mm -hmm. if those bits really work... They should be retained. That should be, you know, part of that identity. Make a new yeah. new kind of visual language for the
1: club. I don't... I Yeah. Yeah, I would be totally in favour of that. They always have the Catalan flag on there somewhere, and that would have been a great way to... Yeah. To it's interesting, it,
2: actually, as well, looking at the, the stuff down the sides there, the panels there, how more so... And again, when, when kits really went through that change in the 70s and actually even going back further, the simple stripe down the shorts... It's got to be one of the classic design elements. I mean, it's still rife throughout football, isn't it? Nike are doing it um, and have done for some years, and having them down the side of the shirts as well. It's amazing how that stayed as as long as anything, as long as any design element.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got it across the board now, and you probably won't have it next season. But Adidas have obviously got the stripes down the side as well. Yeah, and they they their kits look good when they link up, but a lot of people are not angry what's the word if you're getting angry about it then it's Um, (laughs) through the looking glass really but people are getting annoyed because if you have a different color pair of shorts then the stripes are then changing color when they get to but when they get to the shorts when really it'd be better if it stayed the same color as a a continuous line from shorts to shirts uh shorts to shirts sorry um yeah but that's Adidas, and I think we we've, we've still got more to say about. I don't know. Have we? I think we have covered the vapor thing. Yeah, I think so. I think it's still it's still a real opinion
2: divider, and I I'm mm. still I'm still not sure. I have a mixed feel. But again, you can't deny. Always, I've always said before: see a team wearing the kit, see the kit in action. That's what mm. it really. Earns its yeah. keep or doesn't, and you know mm. some of the vapor stuff does look good when it's worn. It certainly looks a lot better than uh, still photos of it. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it's just that that annoying element where you go, this you you this technical element you include all this. It's all rubbish, and then they they have success on the pitch, as <laughs> as, as they will claim as a result. And that wow. is, Do you know, what? I hadn't. It's
2: stupid. I didn't even.
1: Hadn't twigged the significance
2: of the Euros as well, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. you, you know what there's something in there. Let's see, let's see when it's the Premier League. That'll be uh, that'll be interesting.
1: Well, Chelsea are on for it at the minute, but if if Man City have a late surge of win it, then oh, things could. <laughs> <Yeah. good. laughs> That's what I they, had they, had they, shame, the, Nike would be <laughs> insufferable, wouldn't they? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing is um, Bra- th- this thing where you've got to have the two colours and stuff. Brazil, obviously. It seems to me that Brazil went. No, we're not doing that. You know what colours we wear, and we wear, yeah, always wear yeah. these colours. But there were, and I bought them. There were a, a pair of yellow shorts, which are classed as chain shorts. I don't think I oh, really? ever worn them. Yeah, oh, okay, and they're great. So it, there was an attempt to do it. I'm sure there was an attempt to do it, and you could buy those shorts, which I yeah, and I did because that is a moment in in kit history where they tried to change Brazil shorts from oh, yeah. uh, blue to yellow, but they failed.
2: And it's interesting uh, again, isn't it, that the certain manufacturers and certain um, football federations get this, kind of the uh, the options there, whereas others don't. I mean, remember in the Euros, mm. Wales had to wear their away kit because of the um, white shorts <laughs> clashing with England. Whereas... Oh, is that,
1: uh, was that the reason? I think so, I...
2: wasn't it? And, and, and yet there was no red shorts... In the, in the kit bag yeah they like. didn't
1: have red shorts but I I thought it was because England were wearing red socks and England oh I don't know oh, but they could... they just would have changed the socks yeah I? the socks I but, don't know but
2: again if it was the shorts of the socks of course it would have well I don't know if it's um, it would have been whichever one it was in the past that wouldn't have been a problem at all for a um, manufacturer no. to say yeah right here you, here you change shorts here you change socks I'm sure it was yeah. the shorts because Shaky mentioned it and he was really annoyed yeah. when Scotland played Malta and Scotland wore blue chain shorts it was like you know, I think they were actually training shorts they wore, not sure. Oh. But um oh, okay. again it's it's delivering that service and giving the people the options. And Brazil have obviously have it with their, their chain shorts, but um mm. Yeah, it's funny. And of course Scotland again with the, the England shirt business. I mean, you know, we, we see a lot of one off shirts appear, and we've seen a couple this year as well. We saw France in the Euros. Yeah. With that um the mismatched shoulder. Business with Nike, yeah, and also didn't Roma wear a one off shirt for an anniversary recently?
1: Yeah, they they played they played the Rome Derby game against Lazio and they wore a special kit which was nice, and it it was nice, the colour scheme was everything was great and everything, and it was a simple version, but it was still just like a vapour kit. Yeah, it was so it was like the the vapour kit just takes over everything apart from maybe Barcelona, and then you can just go, okay, it's just a template. Yeah. But with, with other teams it that whole principle has taken over to such an extent where they're they're not a the team isn't unique anymore. There's not mm. a not contrast with the team they're playing against. And and you see that with the players and obviously they the build of players is almost identical throughout the team now. Mm. Um because they're just so toned and they what uh, this they're trained to within an inch of their life really. And, mm.
2: But you know, that's. I think that's that is Nike's philosophy of simple mm. um expanses of color. Color is a dominant yeah. thing. The technology, the fabric, that's driving the the kind of construction of the shirt. Everything else yeah. a, a, out the window. Not interested. It's it's you know Nike's really. They've got a very clear pattern. And there's there's one chap in particular. I can't remember his name. That's really driving this direction, and um and they they're rolling it out. That's what they're doing. So. Yeah. There's very little, you know, superfluous additions to
1: it. The the sales would be the thing. Are, are, are people lapping this up? Because there's so much marketing put into it that this is... <sighs> yeah the, Beyond anything else, this is like... I know they say every season and, like, a musician will release something every time, we, this is definitely our best album. Yeah, yeah this oh, is our best yeah. album every time. And in two albums' time, they'll go, yeah, that album, why did we release that? That was shocking. So you you they will rewrite history a little bit, but Nike more than ever are saying because they're dressing everyone the same and saying mm. everyone has to be like this, so all every client in effect is is getting the best deal and we yeah. wouldn't let anyone down, so everyone's going to wear this this optimum sportswear. Um, they are more more than more than anyone has ever said before. They're saying this is the best kit ever, and mm. that's why it's annoying that they're they've kind of improve right and the only way they can be proved right they have been by winning the Euros
2: but you make an interesting point as well if it comes to replica sales how does that translate Yeah. of course they've got to be worried about that my view is always to design for the, the players that should be the first priority mm. and fans will buy whatever the players wear Yeah. so in, in some respects that, well, that makes me happy but at the same time mm. you've got to give the fans a value if you're going to change as frequently as you do give the fans yeah. value but again, you know, if yeah. you look back to the sixties and even even the early seventies, when everyone had crew neck, long sleeve shirts, all the designs were the same. It's it's not a million. Mm. We've kind of gone into a, a full circle back to that era again, um, mm. where it's 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 all about color and it's all about large expanses of color. I know we've got the, the kind of toned sleeves, but it's it's definitely a. Um, an interesting philosophy and it's going to be fascinating to see how they follow it up because I think as we said before that's always the trick with kids you get a great kid how do you then make it great the next season
1: yeah it's have Nike just signed a, a big deal with with the FA it's 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 I remember being
2: absolutely gobsmacked the length of the deal is it is incredible isn't it
1: I I think there's there's so many little conditions in the contract and it's to do with uh, qualifying for tournaments and then right. so how much they get paid. The, there's potential that the FA gets an incredible amount of money, but there's also the potential if England carry on being England, that they're going to get very little. It's going to be a very bog standard deal. Okay. Um, because, because of the lack of uh, achievement on the pitch. And Nike, obviously, that Nike's argument will be, well, we've proved that our kit is the best kit ever through winning the Euros, so it's yeah. down to you guys now. So it's, it's, don't blame the kit. And that's,
2: you know, that's it as well, is, I guess there's, what what does it add to the the team on the pitch? And does it translate into replica sales? Mm. You know, the ideal scenario, I guess, is that it works both ways, but maybe that that Mm. won't happen. But, yeah, you're quite right as well. England, really, I don't think it's arguably, they are, football-wise, at their lowest end for many, many years. It's interesting that that Nike want to commit 400 million, which apparently is the... um, the figure bandied about for this, this yeah. long long deal
1: yeah it that is that's an interesting point that it the the things the, all the things are intertwined so so much now and i suppose they always would be with any kit deal but the idea of we give you the best kit which will help you perform on the pitch if you perform well on the pitch we'll give you more money anyway Mm. and also the replica sales are going to go up because people are going to be more infused with the England national team so you'll do better from that we'll do better from that as well our brand is enhanced because we're tied to a football team that's doing well Uh, obviously there's a risk element that you do poorly our brand is damaged by you doing poorly because we're through association so we're going to pay you less and that's like that's the the danger money element of it. So that, oh, it's very clever. No, very okay. clever. No, no wonder they get paid so much. Definitely. Oh. In fact,
2: just in the BBC report, actually, the, the deal goes to twenty thirty. So slightly. Twenty
1: thirty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Although, okay. Not. Yeah. Not, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, this is uh, the kit. I think we need to be clear that the kit, the England kit in specifically, has not grown on us. It looks stupid because they've worn it with green base layers. Um, hey, hang on! I don't remember in. saying it hasn't grown on.
2: <laughs> I oh, you know. do
1: think it has grown on. Well, you? no, I don't. England. I as a design on its
2: in its own right, I think it looks good. I like it. Mm. Whether it's right for England, whether it's um, you know it goes against tradition. That's what I have an issue with. I think mm. it looks modern. It looks contemporary. When you see England in it, you think, "Wow, this looks really you know." A, a contemporary looking outfit the base yeah. layer thing it just irritates me so much i think that was a real oh, horrible situation with that the, the yeah. dodgy colors um but it's it's the bigger questions it asks the uh, the abolishment of traditional color schemes that's the thing that i uh, i kind of wonder about hmm. but, uh, but also when we when we talked before jay is the um the differences between the the two the replica shirt and the authentic shirt as well i mean i think it, Get the two in your hands and compare them side by side, mm. and they're they're actually very different.
1: Mm. Yeah, um, I I was surprised when I so I I've spent a lot of time at Nike Town this year, Nike Town, sorry, this year, and uh, just going in there and going through the football shirts, something yeah. lot, look, and looking at them, going, is that, is that the different one? Okay, yeah, I can work out because I know the things to look for, so I can work out whether that's the the pitch one or the this is the fans one it's an odd thing i don't know if uh, i don't know to what extent the emperor's new clothes is is playing a part I, wow. I don't know if we've fallen for it and maybe other people have fallen for it or if it's all marketing what <laughs> percentage of it is marketing i don't know i if it is
2: whether the federations actually have much of a choice whether it is just a case of you know you you are our mannequins this is what we're going to dress you in yeah um we'll make sure the colors are different from the other blokes and that's it is that is that what happens you know i've
1: i've never heard it i've not heard that before but i wonder if if maybe there should be a consultant who works for football clubs when they receive the kit and that consultant says no this we are going for this one percent thing this uh um I forget what you call it, but this this idea of you've got to make everything in an optimal position. And if this is slightly off, then our players are going to suffer on the pitch. So we are rejecting this kit. You've got to tweak these elements. And with so much money riding on it, I I think that may be the next stage where there is a... Maybe the kit man has to do that. The kit man has to be a sports scientist. Before he gets the job, that has to be a qualification, so he can check through the kit and make sure the players are going to play for their play their best in the kit that they're given.
2: But the thing is, as well though, Jay, is that I, I know for a fact that kit men don't have a lot of choice in in what you know. One of the biggest things we've seen, I think, in 2016 17, is this um, random wearing of away kits. It, it, it was it was growing in the last couple of seasons, but there's been more outrage about it now than ever before. And that's coming directly from marketing. You know, I've, I know from the, mm. from the horse's mouth almost that the kit men actually don't have much to say. It's the marketing guys say, so "Right, today we're wearing the away kit." That's what's going on. So, um, I, I think personally, there needs to be a third party, not a liaison, but a third party that comes in and actually brings a bit of common sense to all parties mm. and and gets us back on an even keel again.
1: And I Dennis Hurley. Dennis Hurley no, I was going to say John Devlin you fool I Oh no <laughs> I'm Den- the man for no. that job <laughs> Oh well I Dennis Hurley is the man for that job You reckon he's, I reckon he is the man for the job He's He is so I mean, it, 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 The point with him is That he's, he's grown up watching League of Ireland football And they are the worst well, They, they clean, are horrendous they? Oh well, yeah. There's there's a lot of it, but some of the mistakes they make. And I I spoke to Colin Ford about it, and he's been a, a kit man in League of Ireland. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just shocking. But Dennis, well, maybe, I, I, maybe, I yeah, I'm, Dennis, I'm like, Dennis Ford for that. We, we I, could, I I think he would be an excellent person for that job as well.
2: I think we could job share it. I reckon we could do split yeah. it that way. That might be. A, I, I'll I'll speak to him about that.
1: Yeah, p- taught, put the, yeah. I mean, put the work out it. amongst
2: yourselves. No, but seriously, I think there is there is a role for somebody that that actually does these things that 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 starts to um, reevaluate where kids are going and what mm. their motives are and what they need to achieve because there's still you know I still feel that there's glimmers of of you know sort of uh, green shoots and and we're going back to some basics, but there's still things that feel like it's it's going a little bit out of control. So it'd be good for teams to get back that heritage and tradition, and um, and common sense
1: when it comes to kit choices. Mm. Yeah, with the again, we we say the same thing. There is so much money involved, and you are mm. trying to get everything right, and and then you just do something as stupid as that. I agree with the FIFA approach. I agree with the idea of one colour kits and all that kind of thing. I like, as a principle, I agree with it because you don't want people turning on the television who are. When you're trying to push an industry and trying to push something as um, as entertainment, you don't want people turning on the telly and going, "Well, this is difficult to follow. Mm. I can't. I don't know which teams." I, I there, there's a quarter there, and I can't see who, which player is which in the box. So, to to have people to prioritise selling a, a change kit over the finished article, which is the match on the pitch, that everything should be It, it should be match day centric in effect Mm. everything all of the other peripheral things in in football which the merchandising element is you get that bit right on the pitch now I disagree with the idea that um, that the starting point should be making sure that that the kits say over a season you have the three kits that you need if you have five kits for example and you say maybe the goalkeeper kits are emergency outfield kits and so on Mm. then then you're covered in in that element so i think then you can say as long as we have enough options then let's look at the colors based on what will sell i agree with that but you have to say you have to make sure that you have enough options that on the pitch you will be able to choose the correct option but, yeah and and it is a
2: choice that is in your hands rather than somebody else coming from a um, a marketing background making that decision. You know, we had, we had uh, what was the the Wolf was it Arsenal away at Watford wore mm. their third kit, the um the kind of fluorescent one. Yeah. And it it just it just it was it was it was it was the navy one, it just made no sense. It really didn't. No but, uh, And it, and again we've got Man City in Chelsea, this fi- this fixture that I talk about every year, both wearing their home kits. And a lot of people one of the guys at Nike said to me, it's not a clash. Clearly, it, it isn't. If if you know, obviously the refs allowed it. But if you're looking at maximum color differences on the pitch, mm-hmm. surely one of them's got to wear an away kit, especially when they'll they'll drop don it at a drop of a hat next week at a team when they don't need to. Surely, two teams in blue, albeit different shades, should be looking at a different a different away strip. There,
1: I don't know. I, I, I think, especially this season, City have. Darker sleeves, don't they? So yeah, yeah, you've got another problem there because the yeah. the sleeves are approaching the royal blue of Chelsea. Definitely. I, I I wonder if we get bogged down in the idea that they're both wearing blue, so that's a problem. Maybe we should just look at it and say, well, is this causing us a problem? Can we follow this game? But what what city this season? Then it's it's blue shirt, blue shorts, and white socks. Is that right? Yeah,
2: or? that's right. And of course, and then when Chelsea played, they wore. Or um, blue, or blue. Had to yeah. change change socks change socks. But yeah, it's, I... it's, you know. But again, it's looking at the maximum difference. If Nike are hmm. changing, and obviously it was Adidas and Chelsea that didn't change. If Nike yeah. tra- I think the colour of the socks is so important um, for maximum, you know, this flicker effect, this different colour hmm. for, on the pitch, surely. You'd be looking at a team and thinking, right? Well, actually, do you know what? We're going to get the most, the most standout by wearing our away kit. That that to me would be the choice. And I think it's like claret and red. I think it's the same thing. It's it's enough of a clash to uh, make an away kit necessary, especially yeah. when the following week
1: they don't need to wear it, and they and they might do. This that I um, the the problem with that. Is that teams don't really have statement or iconic away kits anymore, or they are being disregarded? So, the marketing people will say, "We, we need a fluorescent change kit because that sells well," or "We need uh, we need a black away kit because that sell, sells well." And eventually, I suppose those things will become iconic as they as they have notable victories wearing mm. a black kit. Then suddenly, that can that's I suppose that that's how tradition evolves. But if you have a change kit that is is almost of the same importance to you as your home kit, or it's it's a reversal of your home kit, so you're still very recognisable, mm. then it's not such a big problem to change. Well, and, and you'd be more keen to, to wear that. But I, there is, like in the, the time we Derby, mm. often they wear their home kits when ordinarily two teams with both stripes and both with white stripes would, would never dream of, of wearing a home kits against each other but
2: yeah i think that's 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 a tricky one i only know of a few occasions off the top of my head when one of them changed Mm. and it's that traditionally and again when you look at any any derbies that's always a good way to pick your colors in a way isn't it because very seldom i think i think i don't think ever in fact two derby sides would be wearing the same color but it's the um yeah it's it is a tricky one it is a tricky one, mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't know how well, how well this situation is going to change, but I think you're right about the kids I'm all for iconic kids but I think that's out the window now, really. We've, we've not had mm-hmm. that for so long. I can't see that coming back. Although, interestingly, I have noticed a lot more straight reversals in the lower leagues this year. Oh, okay. Which... which really pleased me i think i can't top of my head i can't think who they are but there's a there's a good you know, four or five i think mm. um and that's that is a you know it's an effective brilliant way of saying yeah we always want to wear our home colors but when we have to change we want to still recognizably be whoever we are
1: yeah yeah the uh the obvious thing for for chelsea would be a red away kit but they don't seem to be Wanted to return to red away kits. No, it's there, more, there's the it There's the Chelsea pensioners thing, so there's yeah. an element that that ties to their history. Um, yeah, I, hmm, I'd like to see Chelsea wearing red away kits, but I think this this whole this big money rivalry with Arsenal causes a problem now. I think so. They're they're loath to it. wear red now, but don't yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's not it? I don't know. I, hmm, I don't know. Um, so. We've talked a lot about vapor. I think that other things have happened in 2016 that we should probably uh, talk about as well. So the Scotland kits, yeah. Obviously, you you have your uh, your. I don't want to say biased, but you have vested a, interest, I guess. Vested interest, yeah. In, was, in Scotland kits. Do you know what?
2: I obviously this came about. We knew it was coming, and I, you know, I I ranted about it a bit when I watched the game and saw Scotland coming out in pink. Mm. I literally ah, oh, it sounds over the top. I literally felt sick. I just thought mm. this is not right, not because of pink, because it wasn't blue. That's the key thing. I don't. I've got no problem with with pink kits at all. I'd love to see Scotland in a in a colours again. Mm. But yep. it just seems so wrong to have this match, and I just thought it's almost like sucking the life out of the great one of the greatest fixtures, the oldest international, by um throwing that tradition out the window it, it just made no sense i think couldn't they have worn a, a one-off a training kit or anything couldn't they have adidas produce something what a, what a gesture that would have been and you, yeah. you know that would have really shown adidas's commitment to to scotland as well to yeah. do that easily could have been we, done
1: yeah you you made the point of um we touched on it that in the euros uh France had to tone down their sleeves. Still don't yeah. really know why, but they had the white shirt with red, uh, one red sleeve and one blue sleeve. Well, it's, a FIFA, um, it's a FIFA
2: rule, isn't it? That the sleeves have to be the same
1: colour. Um, what is the rule? I can't remember the rule. It's something to do with if half of the shirt, say if you've got a half and half shirt, hmm. you could wear uh, a one that. half See, blue. Yeah. And you could have one sleeve blue and the other sleeve white if if the shirt was half blue and half white or something. Mm -hmm. I think that would be Mm -hmm. allowed. Um, But because the shirt body was entirely white, you can't have one red sleeve and one blue blue sleeve or something. Which is I don't understand why that's even a rule. And Birmingham City are wearing their Germany kit, uh, Germany flag. Uh, kit again this season. So, uh, is it this season? I think it must be this. Uh, uh, no, it's last it? season. No, last season. Oh no, I, I'm getting old quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, the so so they did that. They toned down the sleeves for that because to make them essentially white to make it essentially an all white shirt. Yeah. Um, Portugal did it after the Euros as well. They played it a game um, in their away kit, and the body of the away kit was the same colour as oh, the sleeves. Did as that? I, 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 yeah, think I missed but, that. That's classed. They, I, I was that against. I can't remember who it was against. Maybe Switzerland as well. And it was France who played Switzerland. Did that. I can't remember. Anyway, so the point being, it's very easy to change the sleeves, the color of the sleeves of a kit, especially yeah. if you're a in, uh, incredibly profitable company like Nike are. So they did it, and Adidas are as well. So mm. why couldn't they, as you say? Say actually for this fixture, we've we've made a mistake. We've given Scotland white sleeves. If that is the problem, mm. then we'll just give them blue sleeves for this one game. They've got white shorts. There's too much white on the kit anyway. Mm. So let's just give them blue sleeves for this game. So and, and yeah, yeah and,
2: and it's interesting. It's Nike that are doing doing it all. They're the ones that come up with the one-off kits. They're obviously, mm. Nike and Roma as well. We, we mentioned yeah. earlier why that couldn't be done. You know, you even go back to the. Um, the 50s and 60s and look at one-off shirts that were appeared then there was a ironically a scotland shirt with white sleeves that was um put together because of black and white tv because the team they were playing hungry i think it was they both would have looked exactly the same on black and white so white sleeves were added to the scotland shirt Brilliant. in this day and age with all the money the technology mm-hmm. everything else around that can't be done or they don't yeah. want to do it imagine Imagine what a wonderful thing that could really be anything. Just imagine Scotland have won four <laughs> nil. Fanciful I know. And they'd have they're wearing a one off kit.
1: Can you imagine yeah. how many
2: of those shirts would have been sold
1: following? Oh that? yeah, but that's there's the potential in it. Yeah. But the the other the counter argument is that the pink shirt which I don't know if they the fans like it or not, I don't really know much about it, but the if they'd beaten England in that, that would have become an iconic kit, wouldn't it? That, I remember the day we beat England in the pink kit. Yeah. I, I don't think that's... I don't think we could argue against that. Whether we are in favour of it or not, that would have become a huge kit because of Scotland's standard in world football, right, England are rubbish as well. But if if it, Scotland had beaten the old enemy, it doesn't matter what they'd worn. They could have worn an England change kit. That England change wow. kit would have been popular amongst... Scotland. I don't know. I
2: I know what you mean. I think I tweeted something along the lines before the game and said, even if Scotland do win, it won't be the same that they're not winning in blue. And I I still maintain that. I still maintain that because I think it's that if that isn't important enough, then nothing's important. You know, wear any Mm. colour you want, it doesn't matter because Mm. that's your identity. That's that hundred odd years, that's what you should be wearing. Um, uh, and, and it's really funny because people say to me, who's to blame? Who's, who, it's FIFA. We hate FIFA. And you think, well, okay. Yeah, FIFA being a little bit heavy-handed. But do you blame Adidas? Do you blame the SFA? There's all sorts of decisions, you know, what it's like along that process, where at some point that that kit could have been pulled or that design could have been questioned, and it hadn't been.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the match would have been... I think the phrase would be far from ideal, but there have been worse clashes that have been ignored. Oh, than, definitely. Than if England had worn, uh, Scotland had worn their home kit in that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but you know the
2: SFA love that pink pink strip as well. And there's a, there's a great bit of footage on YouTube of I think it was the Scotland under 17s or under 16s playing Wales, and Scotland yeah. changed to pink, so we got pink against red. You know. It, the, ludicrous, but the SFA yeah. love that pink shirt, they're really promoting it every opportunity. What is it? Is it pink and black, is it or what? It's pink and black, yeah.
1: It is pink and black, yeah. And I, I black think and they
2: hair. they probably oh, I don't know, yeah I think I think they were quite happy to go along with it. That's that's my my
1: gut feeling. Mm.
2: Yeah, but, it's, but it was I a show
1: you the one thing we never see is the sales figures. So no. you're always gonna be swayed by that. And is there a charity element to it? No, no, there is. I, I don't know if anyone listens to this. Well, I know some people listen to this podcast, but I, I wonder. Well, I do know actually that people who work for for the the manufacturers listen to this, and I wonder if they're actually shouting now, listening to this, and saying, "We can't do this because of this reason. Logistically, it would have been impossible for this. We can." I don't know. I don't know whether they do that or if they go. Go home, that would have meant working late three nights this week. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go home and see my family. That's why. We <laughs> have to get around these problems another way, and we, we provided a change kit. They had to wear a change kit. That's that's yeah. the thing we're we're railing against it. We're railing against everything because we say you, you've got to have three kits for a season because then you make sure that you 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 never have a clash, and then when they do have a clash with someone. The science of it is you've got a clash, okay, but the second kit's fine, so you wear the second kit. So I know you are a robot, then you're okay, but we are not. We are emotional and we look at it and say Scotland should be wearing the home kit against England.
2: Yeah, and it's, but it's, I think, yeah, you're quite right. And I've, believe you me, I've laid awake at night thinking, am I overreacting here? And quite possibly Mm -hmm. I am. But I think it's that tradition, isn't it? It's that long standing heritage between the two sides. The yeah. blue against white. It's like Liverpool and Everton, Man United, Man City. What if they wore different? What if they wore different shirts? Some, um, if not, if FIFA said or whoever said, do you know what? White collars. The collars are clashing now. Let's change. Mm. There'd be there would be uproar, or would there? Mm. Maybe you know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm making too much of it, but it's um yeah. I felt I felt it was a yeah a real shame a real shame mm. and it'll be interesting again to see what it's like when, when England turn up in red up at Hamden
1: oh well okay because Scotland would be the home team yeah, yeah.
2: so it's still going to be a clash and mm. but of yeah. course England are more comfortable just as comfortable in red as they are in white I always feel so mm. but you know what Joe? Southampton third kits
0: that was a real highlight so,
2: for
1: me this year oh so, so Southampton the third kit released you're, yeah. you're in favour of that I thought that was brilliant. I mean, it's. it's there's so
2: rare there's surprises in football. And I think, um, obviously, Southampton, Under Armour, red and white stripes with white yoke, mm. two tones of, is it black and very, uh, a charcoal grey for the away kit. Both of them clash quite nicely with Bournemouth. And uh, Under Armour produced a one-off all-white kit. Never mm. going to be sold for retail, apparently, replica versions. So it, it's just for that one game, emergency third kit. It makes all us kit geeks happy, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't... Um, I don't know where I stand on it. I, oh, okay. F- the, the first thing I would say... Right, okay, so I like the shirt. I lo- I, I think it looks great. That, that immediately gives me a problem in that if a shirt looks great, then I, I'm not going to buy a Southampton shirt, but I, I think of Southampton yeah. fans who want will want to own it because it's mm. a nice shirt. So that's the first issue. Um... The other was not the first issue. It's not chrono- chronologically speaking. The first issue is: is it actually a clash? Could Southampton not have worn white shorts? Is, oh, there, I still, is there a major? Yeah, I, don't
2: I, was, know. I still think there would have been a problem. I think it was okay. a little bit too close, too close to court, close for comfort. Right. My, in my okay. view. But I know. I think Dennis as well. He mentioned it, didn't he? He questioned that.
1: Mm. Um. I added. I no, I think he's he was uh, entirely in, in agreement with you. Oh it I must think have been he, you then, Jay. Sorry. I yeah, do not listen to I, what you say on social media. <laughs> he, um I um I was I was thinking that maybe it wasn't necessary. But I, I like that it's been released. Mm. I don't like the you can't you can't buy it element. I but well, it, it maybe kind of... maybe a, a limited edition or something like that. So not pushing. Yeah, it but as...
2: that's actually you, do you know what? That's a good compromise. Yeah. That would have been a good mm. way because i think people people often have this criticism they say why do we need three kits and i think we prove they actually they do yeah they do need three kits i think that's that's a given um it's how far you monetize that third kit and and i can't i I still find it hard that people still feel that's uh exploitation i don't think necessarily it is i think every year yeah you're edging towards exploitation possibly but having three Mm -hmm. kits is a is that it is necessary i think
1: But there are there are ways around it so the carrying over of the second shirt if you want to keep if you want to have three kits each That's season it. you could carry over the second shirt and then release a a new away kit the following season in a complete different color That's so you, the perfect, there are yeah. yeah there are ways of doing it um but, yeah. but the, yeah the southampton thing i i like the shirt i i i agree with the release but why why release it? Why show someone? I mean, they did a launch, in effect. So they really? had, like, a bloke wearing the kit and a proper photo shoot saying, this is what we're going to be wearing against Bournemouth. You can't have it, though. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't try and don't call us. I mean, they must get calls. Like, oh, yeah, I've seen... I I looked at the picture of the website. I didn't read the article because I've got a low attention span. Uh, but I want one of those kits. Can I get it at the club shop? No. it's We, we, we yes. did a big story about it in order to tell you you can't have it. So, I don't know.
2: It's, it, someone emailed me. Uh, I think it was Rob Stokes, actually. emailed me an old um, Liverpool can uh, Liverpool advert from the Adidas mm-hmm. years back in the early 90s or mid-90s. you Remember when they wore that gold and black... Uh, third kit that yeah, it was Sheffield yeah. United, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said then, and he, he sent me the article, and it says this is a one-off kit, specially produced, at, you know, last minute. Um, it won't be made as a replica; it's just a one-off because of the clash, uh, not the band, wow. obviously. And yeah, I looked and I said, well, I don't believe that because no. firstly, it's got a, it's got a really intricate LFC badge <laughs> all over it, so you just knock that out, and secondly, it was released as a replica. And, yeah. of course, that apparently due to public demand, Adidas bowed and said, oh, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll release it. And I think, again, you know, you're looking back at, what was that, 94, 95? Yeah. Maybe a bit later. Then, yeah. Even then, there's um spin going on there, isn't there? You know, and I wonder yeah. if Under Armour will say, oh, do you know what, okay, let's put it out there.
1: It, oh, I no, I, I isn't wasn't it the third kit? Oh, I reckon it was the third kit for the following season.
2: Oh, i can't remember it was they, they wore it as a fur, thir- as a oh god you'll know, I have to check that jay but no it was i think it did last two seasons but they did yeah. it was there's um there was a thing where they kind of said oh we, we bow to public pressure and we will put yeah. it out there but there's no way that was knocked up at the last minute even had lfc oh.
1: embroidered on the collar I mean, it's yeah. not yeah it, so if, if it's that it's team wear. If it's, yeah, if it's exactly if yeah. it's a one-off thing to, to deal with a clash, then it it will be team wear with a badge stitched on. But yeah. no, that's a that's a lie, and they're scamming us, and we're onto them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, twenty years later, we'll, we'll call them out. So yeah, you you, there are other things that have gone on in twenty sixteen, as you say. Um, Southampton is is one interesting thing for the last few weeks. Mm. Um, what other? Are there other manufacturers that are coming to the fore at the minute that you've you've been impressed with this year? Yeah, there's, there's one
2: um, that actually has kind of ended a bit sourly, was with Dry World, who produced Watford and QPR's kits. Yeah. Uh, now, when they came out, I thought, wow, Watford, really traditional, looks great, really crisp, really clear, lovely kits. QPR, again, looks good. Some challenging away colours there, but still you know they've retained the kind of hoop design on all three so it's a it's a a really good solid set of outfits for both teams so that i thought they looked fantastic reading some social media comments it appears that the danger we always have is that we sit here looking at all these kits and we make judgment calls purely on how they look Mm. but supporters will question the quality the feel of the fabric how good the stitching is everything else there were question marks over dry world's quality. And of course, Watford. The three-year deal ended after just one year, and they've gone to Adidas, which I, I found a real shame. I found a real shame because I thought they were really good-looking kids. Mm. Yeah, questionable quality, according to some people. I can't, I can't comment on that. But it just feels sad that a solid, solid set of um, outfits has now gone out the window, and we've got and nothing against Adidas. We've now got one of the big boys coming in.
1: And sucking up that deal. Mm, yeah, and and the kit that they're going to be given, it's it's this. The worrying thing again is that Adidas have have got this contract, maybe at late notice. So will they get a bespoke kit anyway, yeah. uh, or will they be given something that's that's essentially teamwear or something or close to teamwear? Um, yeah, I look at the Dry World kits. I think with Dry World, I look at them and go, oh yeah, very very classy very nice but i wonder if they're they may be a bit behind the times because we are moving away from the uh, the umbro thing of, of classic and classy regarding the quality i don't know mm. I, I haven't held held on my hands and they you always he, seem to hear these these little rumors and they hear hearing about celtic kits the um the new balance oh, really? celtic kits for the past two seasons they're the the quality is not great on them <laughs> Yeah, but can um, you
2: New Balance? Can you seriously believe they wouldn't be producing good quality apparel? It doesn't make sense. Oh,
1: I I don't know. I
2: although I actually know. Jay having said that, I, I know you know the, there was a um, a big incident with Kappa, wasn't there with Roma? Because of course Kappa licensed their their logo, their manufacturing rights to other companies, yeah. and it was one of those other companies that made the Roma kit, and that quality led to the deal ending. So who knows? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh what I would say about New Balance kits, uh the Liverpool kits this season, they I, I like I really like the um the one that they, they actually sometimes you just wonder if someone's just laughing at you or whether they're laughing at us. <laughs> but to, to call a kit toxic green, they they've is actually that, that what... called it I'm pretty sure it's it's officially called Toxic Green. Right. Or okay. Toxic or something. We've we've released a new toxic kit. I'm sure but if I've i i I'm gonna get sued if I uh, <laughs> if that's not actually true. But I believe that the marketing is that it's it's toxic. And right. um So that Liverpool change kit, the luminous green or whatever it is, I actually quite like that. I think that's a good kit. But the the replicas at least, I'm sure it's be the same with the players. The badges, the the manufacturer logo and the crest are just like it's actually stickers. They're so right. thin and insubstantial. It's it might as well be sublimated. This it's, oh, it's okay. so it's it, it's so essentially two dimensional. There's there's no depth to it whatsoever. And to do that with the liver bird that makes me a little bit angry. Adidas. Some of the last Adidas kits for Liverpool. It mm. was basically a transfer, but it was a sort of texture transfer, but oh, it just okay. be embroidered on. Still, I maintain that certainly on on replica shirts the crest has got to be embroidered I and it's not embroidered was, uh yeah, then it should I be thought, like that molded plastic thing
2: i thought that was the norm these days i'm surprised to hear that i haven't seen the liverpool yeah. ones in the flesh but um or in the fabric but you no know, i'm surprised to hear that but yeah. again i guess if they're, if they're thinking well it's only going to last a year so don't worry as long as, long as it holds out uh-huh. in the wash
1: until then <laughs> yeah you know oh, because you'll buy the new one next season yeah oh, i don't know that's- that's just mm, i don't like that I um think
2: they've only won one game is it was it the borough game the only one they won they've won so far in that
1: in that change kit i don't know yeah maybe
2: i think they lost. they lost to bournemouth
1: didn't they that was a real shocker in it i think yeah Liverpool don't do so well in away kits i don't think just mm. in general no, so that's true be, uh, yeah. Ah, mm. interesting.
2: yeah interesting yeah
1: they tend to be able to wear their home kit a fair amount and then mm. Yeah, but I
2: going, I mean, looking. If you look at the English leagues as a whole, it is encouraging to still see lots of these smaller brands there. I think that's really mm. good. And this, I think, the only one that I, I wasn't a great fan of was the area Colchester show I thought that that's that looks uh, a lot of the area kits are superb this year. That one doesn't yeah. hit the spot for me. But it is still good to see these smaller brands there doing that stuff because that needs mm. they need to be they need to be there. They need to be doing that. We can't just have yeah. the big three all the time.
1: No, um, speaking about the big three again. Mm. Uh, in terms of Adidas, uh, the big Adidas thing is Manchester United. What What have you? Um, what have you? How have you felt about the Manchester Manchester United kits of the last two seasons?
2: I think they're okay. Mm. They've not thrilled me. I I didn't. I'm not a huge fan of uh, massive retro designs. So I thought last year's. Yeah. I I don't don't quite get that. I always think we should be moving forward all the time mm. um, and doing it for now, not looking back. But this season's I think are okay. I quite I, I quite like the away actually the um, the white one with the the kind of grey hexagon oh, right, patterns okay. down. You know I like that. I'm quite into pattern. I like I like what Adidas can do with these things, and they're they're not afraid to push it out a little bit. But um, again, I think we're looking at next season. Let's see what they do then. That's what's going to become interesting. When you look at a kit in context, what comes before, what comes after. Yeah. That's when we'll get a real feel for how well they're performing, I feel.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I I wonder about the whole Manchester United thing as that it's perhaps an opportunity to, to get the retro leisure wear and all that kind of mm. stuff. There's so much stuff that refers back to the... The previous period that they yeah. that they had together, um, and I wonder if Adidas are making a huge amount of money from that. They're going to make huge money from replica sales of Manchester United shirts, whether they're good designs or not, because simply the standing of the club. but um, well, I think they're they're focusing a lot on on the other items as well, which oh, okay. is a bigger thing than ever now. If yep. you look, there are so many alternatives for the football fan. If they don't like the shirt that's on the pitch, then there will be a training shirt that they might like or a leisure shirt or a polo shirt. And there's a, there, there are far more options now than there, there ever have been before in order to, to wear something to, to represent the football club that you're supporting. Mm. So there's a bigger market in that, I think. Um, Adidas in general this year, have you, have you seen... Yeah, Any other I've, kits? I,
2: well, I've been a huge fan of them this year. I think for them to get, take the ball by the horns and finally change the placement of their three stripes
1: mm.
2: after about a decade of me shouting for it. I, I'm sure they've not done it because I've been shouting for it, but I think that's so refreshing. I, I love what they're doing with that, and I hope they continue it as well. But I think, you know, especially in the Euros, the Belgian shirts, both for the home and away, it's just, oh, it's just class. It was absolute brilliant design. Really, um, the flavour of the country, really stylish, really individual, brilliant. Spain away, um, another one that really stood out for me. Again, a lot of people criticising it, and, uh, but you know, I looked at it and thought that, that, that's, they did that the way that Warrior Try to do with the Liverpool um, yeah. kids. I've not, I've not said that in very good English, but you know what I mean. I think mm. the way that Spain handled that, a little bit of thought behind it as well. So this idea of the, the heat map on the pitch, wasn't it? I think was that the the reasoning behind it. But actually, oh really? I
1: didn't know that. Okay,
2: yeah. Wow. I think it's the mapping the players on the pitch. So there is a right. okay. yeah, some thinking there, but also just as an abstract design with a bit of flair, and a bit of oomph. Brilliant. You know, home shirt was traditional. But the away kit really kind of uh, pushed the boat out. So I'm, I think Adidas are on a, on a real uh, bit of a golden era at the
1: moment this season, definitely. Yeah, uh, I would... Um, well, they're, they're moving... The, I think the stripes... I think it is just a one-season thing. I think the stripes are going back to the shoulders. which oh, would, no. I, I believe okay. so. Mm. I'll do, we'll see if some of that carries over. But from the newer shirts I've seen, I think they're back on the shoulders. Shoulders and sleeves and... and but maybe going back a little bit to the eighties thing of just having it on the shoulder, maybe. on Yeah, which looks good.
2: Know. It's got that yeah. kind of army epaulette kind of look doesn't yeah. it as well, which looks yeah. looks good. So, I always look at rugby that. shirts as well and look at the placement of the three stripes there. Um, mm-hmm. Very much a three hundred and sixty degree uh, aspect to the design, so it's not just sort of front and back. It's 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 following that round the round the body. I'm sure there's some, you know, there's some technical scientific reasons they could justify that. Apart from the fact that it's just different, it just looks, it just looks good. But yeah. I think the, uh, yeah, there's But even even their templates haven't been, have been pretty good. Doing the forest kit's really nice, with yeah. the little button-up collar. Um, not sure about the Middlesbrough one. Can't yeah. quite get my grip, get to grips with that, that sash effect that looks like it's slipped. That yeah. isn't working for me. But um, on the whole, really impressed. Yeah, really impressed.
1: Mm. Hmm. Well, yeah. Th- that, that maybe has, has taken a little bit of time and you've, we've had to sort of digest some of those kits. But uh, yeah, that, that Middlesbrough thing. Um, I don't know. What what Forest got then? Forest have got that on a way kit, I think, haven't they? They've got that same they have, they got thing, black, I think. They have
2: got a black version of it. Forest ones is just um, a little white, sort of almost like a granddad collar, little tiny placket. Yeah. And... Horizontal shadow stripes, really simple, but really okay. nice. Brentford as wow. well. Brentford home is 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 very nice as well. Um, okay. And even even some of the you know the stuff they did for Birmingham, West, West Brom have got the same collar as Forest, but there's enough yep. mixing and matching. So essentially, the, the the West Brom shirt's the same as Forest, but in West Brom's case, the stripes go down the side, and in Forest, yep. they're on the on the shoulders. So there's like Puma, there's enough of that mixing and matching to keep it interesting. So yeah, yeah the, essentially the templates are very very similar, but there's um, there's enough there to you know make it in, as individual.
1: Yeah, the uh, the West Brom one definitely, I love that. I think that's a fantastic mm. shirt. Um, the The sky blue, I think maybe some West Brom fans had a problem with that. There was they weren't happy with the sky blue being on their shirt. Maybe yeah, okay, I can um, see
2: that. Yeah,
1: but yeah, great. I think that's a great shirt, and I remember. I got a uh, Dennis Hurley and his uh, Museum of Jerseys guys to to design uh, an Olympique de Marseille change shirt in the style of the the West Brom one because that's what they should have gone for. They've got like but oh, every okay. few seasons they have this Argentina thing or they've had it a couple of times because it's right. this idea that there's a, an affinity between Argentina and 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 Olympique de Marseille and the way they play and so on. Hmm. Um and there's been a fair a fair amount of Argentinian players that have or Argentine players that have played for. Paid for low M, and uh, they've got this this change kit this season, which is like Argentina stripes, but it's poor. The template they've used is really bad, right? Um, and it just doesn't look good. But if they'd used the, the West Brom one, it would have looked fantastic. So that was a, a pretty big missed opportunity there. Um, yeah, I, I've been quite impressive with Adidas recently, especially as you say, the team wear. I think Birmingham's kit looks really good, yeah, and um, across
2: all, all ranges as well, you know, the home and away. Um, yeah, the the third as well It does look good. Some good stuff there.
1: Mm. Yeah, so yeah, they've done. They're doing okay. It's uh, yeah, they're um, they, they're getting the style right. They're getting the the balance right. I think between the flourishes and and keeping it, uh, the flourishes and, and keeping things classy. So yeah, yeah. well, no, well done to them. Um, the one, one disappointment before I forget is Mm. what's gone on with the Celtic kits this season It's 50 years was this season is 50 years since they won the European cup and first, however you want to put it, whether it's the first North European, a lot of people like to say, because they don't like to class Celtic as a British club, but (laughs) it's either the first British club or the first North European club to win the, um, to win the European cup. Um, and there's not been a proper nod to to that win in the kits, uh, yeah. apart from this third kit, which is pink, supposedly, because the, the ticket stub was pink, or the ticket was pink for the final. I don't
2: buy that at all. I, no.
1: Well, I, I, I take it, but I think it's... I hope, from a marketing point of view, they've done it, to say, okay, this is a, a, a new frontier... And we are now going to have pink because red has always been really avoided mm, by mm. Celtic. So to say now, actually, we're going to go, we're going to ease this in with a bit of pink and see how it goes down. Um, I quite like that. I like that element, but there'll be a blue change kit next season, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: sure. What was what I found funny? I mean, I'm I'd I, I quite like New Balance stuff. Always have done, um, even before you know. I've like their running kit and everything else. Mm. But I think it made me laugh. Um, was it the the, the, the is it Like No Other or the first, something like that um, for the for the Celtic one, Like No Other. There's no, you know, there's never been a shirt like this. You think, well, yeah, there has. There's mm. The gradation effect was one of Umbro's last ones for the yep. club, if I remember. And even yep. at, at a glance, the collar, you can go back to the early 90s for that. So that kind mm. of stuff annoys me a little, a little bit because I think, don't say that. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not different at all, you know. Um, yeah. It's quite as, nice. I do it, quite
1: like it, but
2: it's okay. I, I I think as a set of kits, I'm not sure how well they work. No, the black one's okay, but I'm I'm not a massive fan of black shirts. Um, and again, well, they've kept the kind of hoop effect on all three, haven't they? In different sizes and styles, but they've tried to keep some kind of identity, though.
1: So yeah,
2: that's not a bad thing.
1: Oh. And of course, they're yeah. spon-
2: sponsored Daffabet. Daff- is that how you say it?
1: I suppose so. I mean and it's, it's about it's, it's about
2: five clubs sponsored by them in yeah, British yeah. football
1: this year. So all, all these betting companies just like merge into the same thing. I just look past it now. So um, it's it's depressing because I would love clubs to actually say, Well no, we've got to have this sponsor for, for X reasons and it's tied it's tied to the club. We've talked about this a thousand times before but um yeah, as soon as they get a sponsor that has no no real ethical standing <laughs> or no real tie to the club then I just look past it and just go okay whatever if, if you've got to make money then then you make money with that but it, it can have a de- detrimental effect on the shirt of course do you know
2: it's a shame I think a lot of people feel the same as you and I st- you know I still believe in shirt sponsors They're great. it's a great opportunity to really mm. forge some good relationships with companies and fans I, I really do yeah. think that look at Newcastle Brown and Newcastle uh, Newcastle United it's a prime example yeah, maybe these opportunities are, b- are being missed when it's coming. If mm. it's not coming directly out of the community, and I don't know, maybe we're, we're talking out of. Uh, you know, we talked a few decades ago now. But when you see a, yeah. com- a, a company sponsoring so many teams, I think that raises questions about quite what's going on with sponsorship at the moment. How how on earth can they afford that? It's the same with eight eight eight, isn't it? With mm. um, yeah. Birmingham, Brentford, who else is there? There's a couple of them. Sure, there's a couple of others for them as well.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I it's we have to be a little bit careful with um sort of talking up someone like Newcastle Brown Ale or, or Newcastle and Scottish Breweries or whatever they're actually called, um, because obviously they're they're peddling poison oh. could we describe as poison <laughs> but i mean not, not oh, no, this isn't a critique of the taste but alcohol is not good for you no so, of course not um well in in moderation perhaps
2: uh but it's again it's it's that that link isn't it a little bit of um, love for the sponsor i think yeah. we certainly used to have that but I, I don't i doubt we'll get back to those game those kind of uh, relationships again but you're no. right. Actually, I guess it's it's harder now to remember who these sponsors are. It does lack yeah.
1: a bit of uh, a bit of impact there. So yeah, maybe, and that's that might kill it in the end. The it, the lack of impact. If you if they can't if they can't see the sales increase, oh, I don't know how you would work out that sponsoring five clubs is better for you than. Do, do you look at the the amount of. About bets that are placed on your stupid betting website in the in the Midlands area, if you are sponsoring Aston Villa, and you go, okay, well that's due to us, or, and and the, obviously you're going to get Ooh. get boycotted by by their rivals, the fans of their rivals, anyway. So maybe you lose out more than you gain. I don't know. It doesn't. It's funny, isn't it? But I know, I, yeah, 888 eight, eight, eight,
2: eight, 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 uh, Preston, Forest, Brentford, and Birmingham. Hmm. Um, Daffabet. Oh, was it Sunderland, Celtic? The they were with
1: Villa, of I don't know if they still are.
2: They're not with Villa this season, no. But there's, um, I'm sure there's another couple as well. can't remember the other ones. Yeah. Uh, Blackburn, that was another one.
1: Ah, yeah. So, okay.
2: yeah, it's, it, it goes back a bit to the, was it NTL that did about four clubs, didn't they? They had yep. Newcastle, Villa, and the two um, Glasgow side, main did, Glasgow Did sides. they
1: go bust? Did they eventually go bust? Maybe. Something spent all happened. their money
2: sponsoring football clubs. <laughs> well, Yeah, it has happened, has not it? It's, you know, it wouldn't be the first time. But but you're not a fan of the Celtic ones, though.
1: Uh, the, the Celtic kits in general, mm. um, I, I like them. I'm just just permanently in a state of anger that that the the anniversary has basically been ignored. Mm. I, I the best kits Celtic have had over the last few years have been the ones that have nodded to simple shirts that, like yeah. from '67 and. Yeah. To, to ignore that this year, it, it comes across as, a, as if it's been ignored. M- maybe through, maybe I haven't read all the marketing correctly, but it, the pink kit is is the only one that I believe is, is a proper nod to, I suppose, a gold away kit suggests success. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's to, pink, to do with think, it as well. But.
2: Personally, I think pulling out a colour from, um, from stationery at the time it doesn't mm. it doesn't wash of me. You know, what no. better tribute than to have a... a, a Decent, simple crew neck design. You know, really yeah. go to town on it. Really do something yeah. special. The names, of the players, in in the shirt. I don't know. It could be all sorts
1: of things that could be done.
2: Um, That's
1: a great one. That why didn't they do that? They should have had the design that they had in '67 yeah. with the players as part of the watermark, the numbers of the players, or or exactly. uh, a photograph of Billy McNeil lifting the European Cup as the watermark that went across all the hoops. That would be fantastic. Something there's, like there's, that. So many options, and to ignore it unless they're doing it next season. But that that would be wrong if they're doing it next season because this is the this season is the 50th anniversary. So yeah, yeah. No, England it's... haven't really done anything either. England and Nike haven't really done anything, have they, for the 50th anniversary of the of the World Cup? As a Scotland fan, I
2: wouldn't know about such
1: things. Well, yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> clearly. now you're quite
2: right. Actually, now I'm thinking about it, they haven't. Mm. But you know, I, oh, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, because mm. a lot of people just, uh, don't like they don't like stars on shirts, do they? There's still quite an outcry. Um, yeah, I think it's people don't like the ones on the some Forest fans have complained about the ones on the Forest shirts. It just it's a little bit ostentatious, a little bit. Uh,
1: really? Yeah. I, the, I,
2: there's a mixed I, mixed response to that.
1: I like that. I think I think it's good. The Forest have those. Eyes. I. I I think it's especially when things are going badly, just to just to remind people around you, remind Derby fans,
2: But surely you should be moving forward. I think that's that's yeah. Yeah. what I find with a lot of stuff at the moment. It's it's that tricky part of keeping the heritage but always keep moving forward all the time.
0: Mm. I think, yeah,
2: you know, going back on past glories is always is always, uh, is always a dodgy ground, as it were.
1: Mm. Well um my 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 concern this year as always is base layers i've i've mentioned a couple of things but oh cool, is that the door you know, i've like... got to go jans <laughs> <laughs> um the well no this is this is the year when th- let's say the design community backs me up because my, one of my favorite things this year was the i i've got to get the word right here but the hijab base layer that Hummel released oh, for... Yeah for Afghanistan, for the Afghanistan Mm. women's team. Um, So, and that is up for, I don't know if it's won it, but I think it was nominated for a design award um, because of of obviously allowing women to, um, in a culturally sensitive time and um, with the pressures of being a woman in a a Muslim country... uh, they allowed them to express themselves on the football pitch by wearing a hijab. Now, there will be debate with what's gone on in 2016. There's obviously a lot of debate about whether you are um, ec- accepting and whether you are liberal and left-leaning if mm. you're in favour of such a thing or against such a thing. There's a lot of debate about that. Uh, I think Hummel just need to facilitate Female players being able to play football, and they did that brilliantly with the definitely. hijab base layer. And so I think that's, that's the same for that. Was one one of my highlights? Definitely, we should
2: have mentioned it. You're absolutely right. And I think any any way that handles um, women's football, it's got to be the same. You don't. Was it the? Um, who was it? Was it the FA recently came out with that patronising document about how <laughs> how women should entertain get into football or something? No, yeah. it's got to be. It's got to be right. But I mean, looking at looking at that now as we're talking. the problem with base layers I feel is that we're going to all this trouble to tailor these shirts to put the right elements the right balance of colour, graphics and then we say oh yeah, we're just going to slap that one as well and that's that's the problem that's not being addressed I suspect there's rules that are saying that this is why we can't have base layer kits um, coming from FIFA or, or UEFA or whatever but I think that kit design needs to move on to accommodate this, because at the moment they, you know, even when they match perfectly, they still don't look good because you're you're yeah. effectively changing the um the, the balance of the shirt, the design of
1: the shirt. It's uh, I, It's almost as if I'm listening to myself. I couldn't have oh, said no, it better myself. Really? Are, are we in agreement? <laughs> oh, no, we are in happened? total agreement. That <laughs> I I have been claiming for many years that there should be perfectly bespoke base layers that fit the style of the shirt that they are being worn with
2: oh of course yeah
1: continuation of the design and the colors and yeah. if if it's if it's purely for for technical reasons that you're wearing a base layer instead of wearing a long sleeve shirt and then it should tie in with the shirt perfectly and it's not difficult so if there's any rule that says you cannot have embellishment on the base layer that is entirely wrong because yeah. the the base layer should exactly um, it should look like the long sleeve shirt, and that, that's in the rules. And so if you are wearing a short sleeve shirt with a long sleeve base layer, they should it should look, present the it should present the outward appearance of the long sleeve shirt. So why can't you embellish it with hoops for Celtic and uh, different coloured sleeves for say Blackburn or something? I, it still gets to be. But I, I like... brought this up years ago when we did a podcast on the Football Attic podcast, um, and we were both there. And I'm still moaning about it, nearly four but, years later. But I think, yeah, I
2: mean, I always remember you. It was more concerned with, with colour. But I think, no, I, I'm in total agreement because I think it's like, it's like in the industry that I'm in, people, you know, designing for designing websites when mobile web use came out. It's like you, you design, you know, you've got to design for the, the mobile as well. Can't you just squeeze mm. it and change it? No, you've got to accept that websites need to be viewed on. Mobiles and tablets, so you, mm. you you consider that from the word go. Same with kit design. If loads mm. of players are wearing base layers, you consider it from the word go, and you think, okay, this is a this is the design problem. How do we get round it? And
1: work from it from there. It it should be regarded as a two part shirt. So mm. and it, there's there's opportunities. To, the the kids want to look like their fav, favorite player. If their favorite player wears a base layer, then they're going to buy the exact base layer that needs to be worn with the. They're going to buy two items of clothing instead mm. of one. So why have, have people not properly cottoned onto this? Which well, is you, you know it, it reminds
2: me, uh, Jay, when you when you play in the school team um, and you turn up to play the game and you get the team shirts. This is back in my day, and they say, oh, as long as you're wearing white shorts and white socks, it's fine. Mm. And you turn up with Puma shorts or umbro shorts or Admiral right. shorts, whatever. It's a complete mismatch. Some have stripes down the side. It's almost got that feel to it. It's almost like, well, here's your, your basic kit mm-hmm. and you customise it whichever way. You know, bring your own shorts, bring your own socks.
0: Mm.
2: It feels to me that's what's going on. And you're, you're losing that impact of, um, of, of what they're trying to achieve with the team kit. Which, as we mm-hmm. know, is the, 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 fin- the pinnacle of the club's visual identity.
1: It goes, it goes even further, and I, I used to, I used to actually love that element because when I used to play football and I was bad at football, uh, but when I played football, I would deliberately uh, <laughs> flaunt my personality through the shorts and socks that I would wear. So even if they said, "Here are your socks," I would go, "No, no, I've got my own pair of red socks and these uh, like <laughs> Liverpool socks or something," so I wouldn't even wear them, but. That was a, a long time ago. It do, it doesn't matter, mate. You're not even a player today. You're a sub. So, <laughs> so that's by the way what you want. Cut, um, your, uh, cut, no. cut, your,
2: cut your oranges into
1: segments and leave it at that. <laughs> um, the, the It goes beyond that in that Bournemouth have got, I can't remember what they've got. I think they've got, do they have black sleeves on their kit? Um, no, red sleeves. Black, no, they've got red sleeves on their kit. The, they have long sleeve shirts and some players have worn long sleeve shirts this season, but the base layers, they wear are black. Oh, so can you believe that? Well, yeah, no, that is bad, 2016 it? in a nutshell, forget Trump and everything else. Form of <laughs> black it. base layers. That's
2: it. On that bombshell.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, but you're okay. Right. I, I know. Where you, I see where you're coming from. Totally. on that. No.
2: Mm. It's got to be considered now.
1: Yeah. Well, th- I don't know what's going on. It's just crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Okay. Well, is I think we have covered an enormous amount. Is there is there anything that we've forgotten about twenty sixteen?
2: No, I think it's generally positive in terms of design. It's generally positive, but I mm. still question. I still question the, the direction where kit design is going, and yeah, I think it. it you know, um, potentially it's, it's looking good, but it's got to get out of the bit, bit of bit cul de sac. It's in. Mm.
1: That's my hey. View. It uh, yeah, I, d- I don't think it. I would argue that it doesn't know where it is at the minute, mm, because no. as I as I said at the at the outset, this uh, we are in a transitional time and it doesn't know which direction it's going to go in. So 2017, let's see mm. what happens. Let's. Are, are there any leaked kits out at the moment? Or? There are. I don't look at them anymore. I don't. I know. I don't want to see them. And I'm. Um, I got this from you because you used to say that. Um, you didn't like to see the no. the leaked images, but that's why right, yeah, I I keep away from them totally. No, I they're they're out there, and I they're on. I, I notice them from time to time, but I think it massively undermines the actual launch. Now, I'm I'm of the opinion I would just want to wait. I'll wait as we're as we're approaching Christmas, and it, Christmas will be gone, or it will Christmas Day will be gone by the time this is published. Um, I I would say just wait, wait until christmas day to open your presents don't don't have a peek before <laughs> yes. that's, that's my advice quite, <laughs> but, let me make a note of
2: that that's very good
1: <laughs> You're quite oh, yeah mm-hmm. uh, so that's 2016 2017 we will we will wait and see uh something i haven't mentioned is there's been all kinds of things going on on the website on designfootball.com um with competitions and lots of fantastic kits uh that's been Quite wonderful. So, uh, visit that. Uh, prov- uh, upload your designs. Join the website if you haven't joined the website. Contact us on Twitter and Facebook. They are the Twitter and Facebook names that you would imagine them to be. Uh, and yeah, uh, if there's anything that you want to s- tell us, or John is on Facebook and Twitter as well. Uh, Twitter is True Colors Kits. On Facebook, it's uh, True Colors football kits. I think so, and on Instagram as well, at True Colors kits. Instagram as well. Oh, that is that is uh, all of the social media. Well, they they
2: tell me it's the next big thing.
1: Oh, Instagram. Okay, Okay, (laughs) that sounds interesting. Yeah, I'm sure people are saying that. Yeah, Um, are you? Do you follow um, the Kardashians on there as well? i had to I think yeah through. they were no is that the woman with famous for having a bum yeah no i don't think yeah, uh, yeah. i don't her. Uh, <laughs> no okay well she follows you i hear oh, um, really? oh
2: i can add her my only other celebrity is huey morgan from the fun loving criminals that's good to
1: know <laughs> i'm not sure he's a celebrity anymore is he <laughs> well, I, come on don't knock it that's the only one i've got okay. <laughs> he's following you on, on he follows Instagram. me on twitter yeah i don't know why oh, he follows I you on twitter Oh my! Yeah, um, was right it like Huey Morgan, Morgan, isn't it? Huey Morgan smashed a mug on. Uh, uh, oh, never did. mind the buzzcocks, and he hasn't been heard of since. <gasps> Do um,
2: you know what?
1: You're right. Leave us. Never mind the buzzcocks. No, that's true. He, yeah, t- yeah. Many careers ended with that moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, that's that's us sounding really relevant as we go into 2017. <laughs> yeah, Huey Morgan. Right. Never mind the never mind the buzzcocks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, right. So. That that that's it. That's that is uh, our review of, of twenty sixteen. Um, it's been very enjoyable talking to you, John, as it always is. And
2: likewise, Joe always love coming on on the podcast.
1: Oh, we'll, I'll have you back on if uh, yeah, we'll love get it. some podcasts done next year, hopefully. And uh, yeah, we'll 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 get you on again and and yeah, more more opinions on the state of state of affairs. Mm, uh, so thank you, thank you for coming on, John. My um, pleasure, anytime. Everyone should visit John's website because it is fantastic and lots of things the the or just the facebook and the twitter because there's lots of you were doing the the uh, advent calendar yeah. kits that was a wonderful thing. That's um, gone down that's... really well.
2: It's been brilliant that's the response to that which is good. So good. as ever I say this every year there's I've got so much stuff planned but I'm I mean talks with two or three different people about projects so I'm hoping at least two one or two of them will come off this year so it should be good.
1: Okay. Well, I look forward to to seeing those and hearing about those. Um, so, visit the website. Contact me. Oh, I'm, I'm J29ers. If you ever want to send me a message on Twitter, I'm J29ers on there. Uh, but you you can also contact Design Football. But that'd be far more professional. Um, if you if you get a response from Design Football, it's not going to be. Um, it's going to be more politically correct, more likely. Uh, <laughs> so if you if you want the real me, then J29ers. Okay. Well. Thanks very much, John. Thank you. And thank you for listening. And more podcasts to come. So look out for those. Bye bye. Goodbye and and Merry
2: Christmas.